What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Talk Talk Punch podcast, the place where we talk about all those nerdy things you love to talk about. Thanks so much for joining us. Make sure that you subscribe from wherever you get your podcast so that you'll be notified whenever a new podcast gets released to see what we're talking about that week. Kind of like this week's topic of... We're talking about board games. Charlie, we've already talked about board games. Hey, you can never talk too much about a good thing. In this case, board games fantastic and you know, we're gonna do it a little differently tonight so if you were here for our last board game episode it was a long episode and we're just talking about some of our favorite games from childhood to adulthood and everything in between but tonight it's gonna to be a little different uh for those of you who remember from the last board game episode uh we bragged about brody's board game prowess his knowledge mm. that brody so tonight we're gonna we're gonna do a little brody board game bonanza we're gonna be talking to brody about some of his recommendations for the best games to play at a game night with friends. Look, the world is opening back up in some places. People have gotten their vaccines. People are, are we're starting to see friends a little bit here or there. Sure. So maybe you're gonna have a game night soon. So what are some great games to play game nights? But some of us are still, you know, in quarantine and lockdown. So we'll talk about some great games to play with your family, some great games to play in, as just with two people as a couple. Yep. And even, even for those of you out there who might want a solo game, there are plenty of interesting solo games that you can uh, play as well. There so are. there's lots of choices for us to talk to, lots to get to. And I'm, I'm actually really kind of geeking now. I'm excited to get through this. I always learn something from you every time we talk about board games. Uh, and so I, I, I can't wait to hear what you have to offer tonight. Yeah, Mr. yeah. Brodeman. So I, I have been, um, I have always loved board games for the people that listened to the last episode. I've, I've grown up with board games. I love board games. Uh, really began getting back into board games, kind of the modern board games, about six years ago or so. And really, you know, paying attention to these new games that are coming up buying a lot of games i buy a fair amount of games you can kind of see behind me here i've got you know some of them but it goes you know it goes way up there you know and then way down there so you know there's a there's that's a, not even all of them there's a there's a decent amount of games i messed up my camera I, now oh golly <laughs> I remember like my first visit to you when you were in Reno and you started collecting board games and you're like, Charlie, yeah, come and look at this closet. And you opened up this like little closet and it was just like stuffed, stuffed with like board games. Oh, I haven't played this one yet. And I, don't, I don't know why I'm, this, it's, I don't know why I'm me? making you this voice Is that tonight. me? That's me. Oh, <laughs> oh it's, it's me, Brody. I got a lot of, I can't do a good Brody anymore. Uh, so know. you know what? We're, we're going to go back to Gravelly Brody. Okay. Oh, I like board games. Uh, so I have all these board games, Charlie. Look at them all in the closet. And there was so many, some of them still in their wrapper and pristine. Oh, I got this one off the internet. And it's, 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 you, know, you got the, 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 bat, the pewter Batman figures. And yeah, uh, it, was, it was really cool. And it was so neat to see you. And, I, and it sounds like I'm making fun of you. I'm not. Like, it was so neat to see you lit up, so excited and so passionate about it. Uh, and it got me excited about it. And my board game collection is dwarfed by yours. But uh, <laughs> certainly, certainly I, I have a lot of board games and I thoroughly enjoy playing them. So uh, let's let's have some fun. Yeah. Uh, why, why don't we start with some 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 game night? Let's let's talk a little game night. Oh, All right, man. So you and your pals are getting together. What, what's a bro, what's Brody's game of choice or games of choice? I love game nights. I love we have neighbors right across the street that um, having neighbors right across the street is really nice because, you know, we can put the kids to bed and then they can just walk across the street and come over and play. It's games. much nicer than having neighbors, for instance, who do not live across the street. 
uh, neighbors who live all the way out here in California, near Reno. <laughs> Rub it in, why don't you? So it's so so to have game nights is is nice. We we really like those. Um, one I'm that Brody, I have friends. Not that man. I got neighbors. I got like a pair of neighbors. Yeah, neighbors and friends. Um, so one thing that that we have really enjoyed when people come over that is a party style uh, social deduction game, and that is deception, murder, and Kong Hong Kong. Now I've talked with you about this. You yes. You called me on a three way call with your younger sister at one point, and you said, Brody, we just. She wants to buy a board game for her boyfriend's family. <laughs> and so right. after some questioning and what do they like and what do they enjoy playing and what kind of, you, you know, how, how do they like, are, are they loud? Are they talkative? Are they really serious? You know, um, talking to them, this is the one that I actually recommended for her, for her to buy. And so this is a social deduction game where if you've ever played werewolf it's similar to that you have one you have a group of people who who have secret roles and then you have one person that is the killer and you're trying to determine who the killer is now with werewolf it's just based on well you're the killer no well you're the killer i'm not the killer you're the killer and it, and it can really get on to uh who is the the best talker who is the best kind of debater charlie you're good at werewolf i bet because no, you're good no. at that type look, of stuff this is where look, this is where my personality social i hate playing social deduction games i hate them because whenever i play everyone assumes that i'm lying <laughs> so, so i'm always i'm always accused and no i i can't defend myself if i say nothing they're like oh look he's got nothing to say <laughs> and if i'm like look i'm not the killer Let's use logic and reason as to why I'm not the look, look at this person's behavior. Look at and and, and I, every time, every time without fail. So either I, I am the killer and they and they just guess right away, or I'm just voted out. Uh, social look, you have to have the right group of people for social deduction games. They are not for everybody, and they are certainly not for every group of friends. You, some people who are maybe a little bit more comfortable in their skin, extroverted people. Sure. I have I've had some great game nights with social deduction games, and we have had some really terrible moments. Uh, in some social, <laughs> using and, some social deduction games, and that and that can happen. But that's one of the great things about Deception Murder in Hong Kong, is that because everybody has four pieces of evidence and four murder weapons sitting in front of them, right? And then there's the forensic scientist who knows who the murderer is, who knows what the evidence is, and knows what the weapon is, and they, without talking, point to different clues. That, that they have available. The people need to figure out who the person is, what the evidence is, and what the murder weapon is based on the clues given. And so if I am the forensic scientist and I say, you know, the, the murder happened in the daytime, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of what the other cards are. With but, the wrench but, in the hall. <laughs> but, you know, and it, it was a tidy scene and the body was cold. You know, and then all you have are like thumbtacks and a baseball bat and, you know, a bowling ball, you know, in front of you. 
then people can't accuse you because it doesn't, the things that you have in front of you don't make sense for what the forensic scientist is, is telling you the clues that are there. And so that's what's really nice about deception is it gets away from the, you're the loudest person, you're the most influential, you know, you have to go off of some of the facts. And we've had really nice success with people coming over who aren't loud and they aren't, they don't, you know, talk a whole lot. But because of that, because the game, with the way that the game is structured, where each person has 30 seconds to give their case without anybody else interrupting, you do see that some of those people that don't normally speak up a lot, you know, they're bringing up good points of, well, you know, that person has, you know, a rope, you know, or, or you know, just something that fits what the clues are given by the forensic scientist. And so that yeah. has been a great one for us. Uh, yeah. no, I'm going to blow your mind. I've actually played that game before and we did, we did enjoy it. It was fun. Uh, it's, it's so a good one. We, it's we only good. had one, we had one person who was the killer and it was like, there are 30 seconds. They're like, uh, no, I, I, I didn't do it. <laughs> and and they were, it's like, okay, yeah, they definitely did it. Oh, uh, but it was, it was, it was a fun game. Look, so social deduction games is one big broad category of like a game night. Yes. Give give the people another broad category for party games. Okay. So an, another really good one. You could go you could go a couple ways. Okay. If you have a big group of people, something like telestrations. Okay. Telephone sure. Pictionary. You and I used to play this. By getting pens and paper and just cutting up pieces of paper and playing this and passing it around. And we went through so much and paper. Who knows? We could have made so much money. Oh, my goodness. All we had to do is put it on a whiteboard and call it, give it a name. But telestrations, you have these little whiteboards on a flipboard. And so one person, they write a clue. You pass it. The people have to draw that clue. You pass it to the next person. They have to look at that clue at the drawing and guess what it is and write it down and so you're alternating between writing what you think it is and drawing what the clue is and then by the time it gets all the way around you see what it's become and it's hilarious apparently i've got it right down there it's great i have the big huge 12 person one because we played with that many people and it's hilarious and people are crying because they're laughing so hard there is a point structure that you can use i've never played with points nobody cares about the points you know i i I don't even know how it works you just play until you get bored of it you know you you play until until you kind of feel that like okay we're gonna go one more time and then we're gonna you know cut it and move on to something else and it's great it's great it's so funny you can play it with all different ages i've played it with my kids i've played it with grandparents you know everything great party game easy to bring out easy to explain goes pretty quickly you know when you have something like 12 people and everybody is going through every single sheet yes you know that can take a while but you're laughing the whole time and it's funny and so that's that's a great party style game now if you have a couple people you got four people over you know you have like four or five people something like pandemic 
is great. You know, you, you have a map, you have objectives, you're, it's a cooperative game. I really enjoy cooperative games because they're fun, because you're working together. Yeah. You can have people over who don't normally play a lot of games other than kind of the mass market games. Um, but you can have them over, be on your team, and as long as you're not alpha gaming and saying, well, it's your turn, so let's do this on your turn. And then they just sit there and say, okay, you know, bring them in, you know, let them make yeah. decisions, give help when needed, give advice when you feel like it's necessary, you know, and that's something that, that pandemic can do is you let them make the choices, but you're all working together yeah. to, to rid the world of these four disease, to cure these four diseases that are spreading all over and it's tense and it's hard and you lose but it's so much fun. <laughs> Look, first of all, Telestrations is, is is a great example of a game that will probably that we highlight that will fit into multiple categories. Because yeah, my kids love that game and it's a lot of fun. It's a very different experience in like a group of adults than it is with kids. <laughs> uh, and you get some different different words and different styles. And yeah, I think yeah. the more are you going uh, insane, off the card insane. or are you going off? Okay, just make up your don't, own. Don't, word. Go off, don't go off the card. Make up. <laughs> may, always make up your own. Um, so the, so and then you hit on the co-op games. I think co-op games are a lot of fun, and we'll probably talk about some more when we talk about just like gaming in a couple uh, with just two of you. Sometimes it's really fun to just play a co-op game. Sure, where you don't sure. have to worry about you know, getting the competitive juices flowing, just working with your partner and, and just having fun that way. There are a lot of really good, good you know, four-player, five-player, six-player co-op games that you can invest into. Those tend to be more explanation. And so, like, if you're having a game night, like, that's a very different kind of game night than, like, a, a plug-and-play party game. Sure. Uh, something like Code Names or something like Telestrations, where really you can just walk in the door and have, like, a minimal, very quick explanation, and then off you go. There's another, uh, you know, popular style of, uh, you know, gaming, like the Apples to Apples, Cards Against Humanity, uh, you know, Cyanide and Happiness has, you know, there's a lot of these, like, card-based ones. Brody, does it have a special name? Like that, that style of game? I don't know game. if it has the, a special name. I don't think that it does. It's just kind of, you know, I don't know if Apples to Apples was the first one to do that, you know, where one person plays a card and everybody else plays a card that's associated with that. Um, but there's right. so many games that are that are like that. I've got Apples to Apples here. I've got yeah. some others. My favorite of those is probably Dixit right there. Um, and, and it's all, what was, what was that called again? Dixit. D I X I T. Dixit. Okay. All right. Um, you're playing it, it, they're these drawings that are really kind of abstract and they, they have multiple meanings. And so then you, the person who's playing can play, uh, or they, they give, one clue and so it can be multiple words it can be one word they're just giving a clue like a like a movie title or something like that right and people are playing what they think most fits that description and and so it's gotcha. it's the same idea but it's you're using pictures and they're beautiful pictures and so that's really fun yeah i we you know we the cards when cards against humanity came out that was like a big a big thing. We played that a lot in some of our gatherings. We found that uh, my wife and I would take uh, blue painter's tape and we would just cover over some of like the, you know, like 
nobody rush limbaugh or some of these other like they had these famous people that they were like basically you knew that no matter when you played them you were gonna lose the round like there was no chance that these cards and, and we would write in like personal stuff like brody's beard or yeah more offensive things or whatever. And it, you know, and it was a lot of fun because we could personalize it. So if we were going over a friend's house for a birthday, we, we create like 30 unique cards about that particular friend. And then, you know, it's, it was really funny and then people would play that. So I do, you know, there are ways that you can be creative even with your own games. Sure. As, because once you've played through a few of these, you know, there's a tendency sometimes for them to get a little stale. So don't be afraid to like to mess around and kind of create some of your own rules or your own uh, you know, ways that you play, or in this case, even some of your own cards. I think it does kind of help give longevity to some of these games. For sure. Uh, are there any other styles of, of like party games you want to highlight or any other games in particular? Oh, party games, party games. Give, give, some, give some like rapid fire, no explanation. Just give, toss some titles out. Uh, Boulder Dash is, is just classic, still good. Hold oh, on. Give us some. Funny. Come on, give us some we haven't uh, heard of. Come on, don't, wits, wits, of wits and Monopoly wagers over here. Wits and oh, wagers. Okay. All right, there Trivia, we go. Trivia, but right. you don't have to know the answer. You just have to think you know who might know the answer. Okay. Oh, oh, what a twist! It's it's a good one. All right. Um, uh, cash and guns. Fa- cash and guns is a fantastic party game aiming foam guns at other people while you're in essentially you know everybody's battling over uh the the loot from a a bank heist super fun you you get to point a gun at people's faces man it's good times (laughs) that's great all right now brody uh when we talk about uh, finding some of these games, do, do you want to do you want to talk a little bit about Kickstarter now? I, I, you, I know you uh, you have some games you're supporting Kickstarter. Are they party games? Or are they more like co-op games? Like where do they fit in? I should have asked you before we start. So normally with with Kickstarter, they are larger games. Um, some of my bigger games are the Kickstarter type stuff. Not normally party games. Right. Party games normally, uh, you know, uh, Target or Amazon. You know, that's where I get kind of my party games. It's the the Kickstarter is good for, you know, you can see uh, right in, right there, okay? All of that is one Kickstarter, okay? Same thing with all my Batman Gotham City Chronicles. You know, you get like six boxes for one game type type deal. Um, you can get some, some gotcha. smaller ones. I actually have one uh that that is i have a couple that are smaller games that are that are that are good um i have one called canvas you know where you have transparent cards that you're layering on top of each other you know and that's that's a nice little game off kickstarter so it's kickstarter is interesting because you you, you just go on like the website and search for board games or sometimes you find these yeah sometimes um you know like this one right here that's all that's all Marvel, you know. So I, I see something Marvel, I see something like Batman, and I'm like, okay, you know, I'm Ooh. I'm into that. You know, something like Canvas, you know, it's it, it, for me, I don't just back things typically. There's been some things where I've like I'm like, oh, that just looks like fun, I'll back that. Um, but Kickstarter is is tough because what you're backing hasn't always been made before and so you're taking right. a chance you are 
buying a product that won't arrive for a year that you've never played before that nobody's ever played before maybe they've sent out pre-production copies or play tested it you know I, well, yes they have they have played hopefully they've played tested it you know the play tested it <laughs> they've never play tested it don't sell it on kickstarter we've never um, played it we don't even have rules but we'll send it you, we'll send you know it but in, and so like they've had pre-production copies out there and so you can sometimes right. get reviews on that you know but for final product you know what are the components like how does this work and so you're really taking a chance it's not like right. Amazon where I can order a game and a day or two later it just shows up. You know, if I order something sure. on, I, I'm backing a project right now on Kickstarter that won't show up until next year. You know, and so it's like, you know, and I'm probably going to forget about it until I get an email saying, hey, the Kickstarter shipped, you know. So hopefully, <laughs> yeah, um, it's fun because a lot of this stuff, you know, like this Marvel one right here, you know, some of it they're selling in stores. They're selling like the base copy and they're selling maybe an expansion. But a lot of the, these boxes are not going to be anywhere in retail because they simply can't. Walmart is not going to want to put up all the space for six, seven, eight expansions all at one time that's sure. <laughs> that shelf space that gets paid for and you're just not going to yeah. do that and so they go through kickstarter to do that and so that's where kickstarter is fun is because you can load up and i can get a game that's got a hundred minis in it you know where that's not something that i could typically get in from target or walmart right. or you know depending maybe amazon so sure all right well, all right. That's I mean, that's good knowledge and I think good information. And if you guys have more questions specifically about the Kickstarter stuff or any of these games, make sure you let us know in the comments, and sure. we'll we'll get back to you with whatever answers we can we can give. I just want to toss out a couple of party games that that I enjoy, and then we'll, and then we'll move on to the next category. Totally. But if you ever played Hoopla, the Cranium Hoopla, I think that's a lot of fun in a, in a group. Um, and we do uh, if you if you got some adults around drinking some adult beverages, uh, we do a modified version of Jenga. So my <laughs> wife and I wrote down on every tile some kind of punishment or some kind of mini game that has to take place. So whenever you draw one, you can't see what you're drawing. Then you have to, you know, sometimes it's a, it's a drinking related punishment. And sometimes it's a, a sharing. Sometimes it's like a fun mini game. You can put whatever you want. Like know a, your group. Uh, it's like you, a truth or dare Jenga. You could, you could absolutely do some truth or dare questions on there. If you have the right type of, of party for that, uh, you can just simply make, you know, people with blue eyes drink, brown eyes drink, uh, you know, girls and boys drink. Uh, you can do, uh, you know, we, we would play the movie game and we had some other uh, like mini games uh, that we had set up. Like you'd have to get up and, and do a couple of different like activities, like one-on-one -on -one or in a small competitive group just to kind of keep the, you know, so it's fun. It was, we had a bomb tile. So you, you draw your bomb, you have to draw three more within 60 seconds, uh, you know, or, or blow, you know, things like that, or moose and everyone's got to <laughs> do that. And the loser has to draw an extra Jenga tile. So it's like silly things. It's fun. Uh, and it's a, it's a, you can just buy a Jenga set and then just personalize it uh, by writing your own in there. And we've had a lot of, a, a lot of, that's one of our go-tos uh, for adult uh, games, just cause you know, it's, it's a lot of fun and, and we, we, we were able to tailor it specifically to the group of friends that were with that particular sure. night. So, um, so let's talk about families. All right. So you're a family man, Brody. I'm a, also a man that has a family. Uh, we are people who play games with kids. Uh, we talked about telestrations. 
what are some other games that you enjoy playing with the entire family? Mm. So we have done we've done a lot with the kids. We have done kind of the junior editions. So we have like Ticket to Ride, uh, f- First Journeys. We have um, okay. What's the other? I was just thinking of it. Uh, I don't remember now. Um, so we we have that type of stuff. But then we also enjoy playing the full ones. We've, we've played both Ticket to Ride First Journeys and we've played the normal Ticket to Ride. Okay, I think that Ticket to Ride is easy enough that like kids, as long as they're, you know, I've got my nine-year-old can easily pick up Ticket to Ride. My four-year-old, probably not so much. Um, but typically my four-year-old is on like one of either me or my wife's team anyways on most games. You know, she's just not, she's not quite there for grasping, like, mechanics of a game. Um, so Ticket to Ride is great. Any version. Any version is great. Um, what else do we have? Uh, I have played, oh, something like Camel Up is, like, a really fun racing game where it, it, there's a lot of luck involved okay you you can bid you're you're bidding on camels to win a race and so you can be bidding on a camel and your kid can bid on a camel and the kid can pass you right up and it's it's fun and it's exciting there's camels going the opposite way that may drag you backwards and so it can be all over the place and so stuff like that is a lot of fun because it's not just based on i know how this works and you don't, you know, and so because then you get into situations where it's like, okay, I know if I make this decision, I'm going to instantly win this game or I'm going to I would destroy them if I did this. And so then I'm, right. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to play a little bit easier. I, you know, I, I don't want to let my kids win, but I also don't want to, like, destroy them. you know and so it's sometimes it's finding that balance and so for something like camel up it's great because i can just try to win and have fun with it and they can and they can destroy me even when i'm trying and i'm like okay i'm gonna bid on that camel and it's gonna win and then it doesn't and it comes in last and i get zero points (laughs) so something like that is a lot of fun and then there's things like uh we've played pandemic with them We've played okay. something similar uh, that's called Ghost Fight and Treasure Hunters, which your your kids that, that are going that are going around a mansion having to pick up jewels and ghosts are popping up, and so you're working together. Some ghosts you have to have two people in a room to defeat them, and so you know if I'm going into into a room and then all of a sudden one of the big ghosts show up, I'm like, ah, kids, come help me, come help me, and so then okay. they feel like they're coming in there and they're helping dad. You know, because I have to have their help to to get out of this situation right. and defeat this, so that we can all win together. And so that's a really fun one. That's cool. Um, and then even the the Marvel United that I was just talking about. That's that's a fun one where we're working cooperatively, and even you're you're putting down cards. And so if I put down a card, I get the powers that are on the card and the powers and the 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 icons and powers that were on the previous card. And so you are really working together. And so 
whatever right. whoever comes after me is going to put down their card so then they're using what is on my card and on their card and we're all working together to defeat the henchmen and the villains and it's marvel and so my and and because it's it's got all these boxes if one of my kids loves hawkeye and one of my kids loves thor and i want to play as somebody totally random you know vision you know we can do that and then we can all work together um and so that's that's been a lot of fun as well and that's that's one of the kickstarters i'm backing right now is the marvel united x-men so that i can get all the x-men characters as well (laughs) you're so cute i'm super excited Uh, for it it. (laughs) so you're going full you're going full, full in with your kids that's great we do a lot of like more card game based action over at our house. We love the Uno. Uh, there's a lot of different kinds of Uno we've uh, found, discovered, and enjoy. We love a uh, taco goat cheese pizza. It's like great. <laughs> I don't know. We what absolutely that is. love it. It's a oh, it's a great card game. It's it's got a, it's an element of speed, so uh, match and matching. So you kind of flip over. You go taco, goat, cheese, pizza, and you're flipping the cards. Every now and then there's something where like a groundhog and you have to like tap the ground really fast and then smack the pile. Okay. Last person whose hand is on the pile has to take the cards. There's like narwhal and you have to make a narwhal and there's, you know, gorilla. Uh, and then there's like, if, if, if I say taco and I play a taco, everyone slaps. If I, you know, if, if, so it's, 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 it's there's like certain rules. Everyone has to slap. It's a lot of fun. And it, you know, it's a game that you can play with kids. You don't have to take it too easy on them. They can, nice. it's, it's, it's really hilarious game and people are trying to do narwhal and smacking themselves in the face or doing the wrong, <laughs> doing the wrong animal motion. It's, it is really hilarious to watch people who've never played it before. Play it for the first time. It's really uh, fun. I've never played that. Uh, We're going to have to play Smash, that next time. Same kind of game. Oh, it's really fun. Yeah. The, my kids absolutely love it. And, and we do too. We and you can play that with adults as well. Same with avocado smash. Uh, I have played like, avocado uh, smash. You know, Similar, similar deal. Similar deal. Uh, poetry for, ne- for Neanderthals is a lot of fun. It's from the maker of uh, Exploding Kittens, okay. uh, which is uh, also also a fun game. But uh, you have like there's so you have a like a, an inflatable caveman mallet, and, and then so it's like taboo. So you're giving clues to someone else. And you're trying to get them to guess this word. There's certain things you can't say, and you and everything you say has to be one syllable. So if you mess up. And you say two syllables, or you say one of the words in the cards. Someone gets to whack you on the head with this like caveman mallet. Jeez. Oh, uh, so it's really fun. The kids, the kids love it. You know, so you, you know they get to hit daddy, and they get wail on me if I if I get one wrong. And, oh man. Uh, you know, so it's a lot of fun. Um, superhero fight uh, is is a fun like little deck deck builder game that we do. Um, so we have a lot of like these little card games. It's fun outside of like you know life and some of these sure. more traditional shoots and ladders. We sorry we play you know things like that. Shoots but, and ladders is like uh, those the are worst. Some, some fun ones. Shoots and ladders. You ever played su- Super Fight with the kid? You, you ever played that at all? Huh. Oh. Well, look it up. It's fun. It's a you, you get to like build your you know like a, a thousand octopuses with uh, octopi. Octopods. Octopi. No, it's octopi. Yeah. yeah. Octopi. All right. Uh, with laser beam eyes uh, and an army of uh, Bruce Campbells, uh, and that's my superhero. You kind of like build like with cards, like these ridiculous superheroes, and then there's like random cards that get drawn and put on top, and then you just argue about like why your superhero <laughs> would win, and there's a, and there's like a voting, and it's 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 pretty fun. Oh, interesting. Uh, so, but yeah, you don't like so you hate is Shoots and Ladders your least favorite video game, like or video game board game? Uh, if I said okay, Brody, your punishment. Is that you have to play the worst game? Like, is is it shoots and ladders? Or it might be. Yeah. It's just I, 
I have Marvel shoots and ladders. Does that change your mind? Well, you could be Hawkeye. No, we we have Marvel shoots and ladders too, and I hate playing it. Because you can get all the way to the top, and then man, and it takes that game takes so long, Charlie. That's the idea, Brody. Of course, it takes to the top, and then you fall down the chute, and then you go down the chute, and you're like, oh, I just need this game to end. That's the game. And then you keep falling down the chute, and you're just like, I need it to end. It just needs to end. It's going on forever. I'm so over this. Yeah, shoots and ladders might be my least favorite. All right, you heard it here. Don't buy into the hype. Ignore shoots and ladders. 80 years later, that game still sucks. All right, so on we go. <laughs> let's let's talk couples. You're you're alone with your wife. It, you pull you, you you go to the board game shelf. What are you pulling out uh, for a little couples game night? Mm. So for for couples, so me and my wife, we do uh, the escape room games are a lot of fun. So very fun. So I know that you, we played that, the four of us, at one point. Yeah. Um, there's, there's Better in a couple, though, I think. There's the exit games, which are yep. more of a one and done. So you're, you're opening it up, you're figuring out what's going on, and throughout the escape room, you're cutting things up, you're ripping things up, you're oh, so folding weird. things, you're tearing pages out of the rule book. Okay, it, it, once you're done with it, like you just throw it away. It's just trash, um, and so that's that's fun in its own way. They all there's a lot of them out there. You know, I think Unlock I normally pay between ten and fifteen bucks for those. Yeah, Unlock is kind of the next one. That's more of a deck of cards where you're you're looking through a deck, and so then you're having to find two cards that kind of work together to then you have an app. Um, so then what you have two cards and you're, you get a code between the two cards and you put that code into the app and it tells you whether that's correct or not. Um, those ones you can use multiple times. You can use them and then give them to somebody else. Uh, those are a lot of fun as well. I actually have, uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? It's right, right there, right there. Star Wars unlock. Okay. Haven't played it yet, but I'm super excited to, um, so those are a lot of fun. Uh, what if, the, the escape someday room. when you die, I'm going to put that on your tombstone. What? I haven't played it yet, but I'm super <laughs> excited to. <laughs> it's true. It is like catchphrase. Um, the other thing <laughs> that's right there, Chronicles of Crime. We played, yeah. we played Chronicles of Crime with you when you guys came up last, right? Yeah, you have like this cell phone, right? And you, yeah. you kind of yeah. like so, survey the room. So you're... Yeah. you're you're solving a mystery and you have a cell phone and there's all these cards that have QR codes and there's so there's people that you talk to and you interrogate. There's uh, evidence that you find. You might go to a location and you and you look, you know, and you go like that and you're looking all throughout a room and so you're looking for, for different things. Um, that is really fun. Uh, those those scenarios are based out of an app, and so you can buy the game, and you can buy additional scenarios. Uh, that's another one that just came out of Kickstarter. Is they got like a fourteen hundred, a nineteen hundred, and then a twenty four hundred, and so you can kind of work through uh, stuff in the past. You can eventually work through stuff in the future. They're, they're, that, those parts of the app aren't out yet. 
Um, right. But those have been a lot of fun for Amy and I to just sit there and, and you know, we have a, a phone and we just go through and we pass the phone back and forth. And, oh, have we talked to that person? Let's go back to that place and talk to that person. That person talked about that person. So let's ask that person about that person. You know, and so it's it's a lot of this solving the mystery. And then at the end, you know, you get to see what score you got and if you solved it all correctly. But those ones have been a lot of fun for us as far as uh, just couples. Also, for just a couple, you can't really see it. It's way up there. Fog of Love. It's a good one. It's a little... It's so funny. I'm I'm so glad that you said that. I just read an article that said Fog of Love made me and my husband get a divorce. Oh, no. <laughs> I, was, I was looking at some co-op games for me, for me, and, me and Amy. I was, and I was just reading this. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, it's, it's, it's a funny. It's a, oh, man. She's like, she's like, we finished playing this, this game. And I looked at my husband and said, we need to break up. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, and so, I mean, so with Fog of Love, <laughs> you, you play the game as two people who are going through a relationship. And so you're like the game, you're not supposed to play as yourself. You're supposed to, in a way, like role play as these two people. So you're making decisions uh, based on your character. Um, and so, yes, if one person is, is playing as a character and another person is playing as themselves, and you look at it and you're like, that's a horrible decision, then yeah, it could maybe cause some, some tension. Um, but sure. if you just play it what as, board game can? as it's supposed to be played, as, hey, you know, I am going to be this person and I'm going to answer this way. And if the relationship right. within this game doesn't work, then that's fine. We can end, you know, we'll finish <laughs> the game and, and break up um, and not break up in real life. Right. <laughs> you know, it's a it's a game. People like play the game. game. So, but th- that one, that one's that one's been a lot of fun too. Hey, hey Monopoly's called many cause many divorce. You know, why not? Why not Fog of Love? I played Monopoly on my honeymoon. Oh gosh, you're <laughs> such a you're such a weird person. <laughs> Your poor wife. <laughs> How about you? What do anyway, you, what do you um, what do you and Amy so, play? We like the exit. We like the exit games. We like uh, Forbidden Island and Forbidden Desert, um, and those work in larger groups as well. You know, we'll, uh, when we play just the two of us, oftentimes we'll just each take two characters, and then you play it's a co-op game. Yeah, uh, those are a lot of fun. Um, you know, Codenames Duet. Yes, is pretty fun. as like a little co-op game. There's a lot of different code names. I got that. We like right all the code names. Uh, I guess that kind of makes us pretty right basic, there. but. Codenames. Uh, Codenames Duet is hey, great. Hey. Codenames Duet is great. Get them both. Uh, I, I, get get the normal one. Of love, just, just, just to, get, yeah. get normal Codenames and Codenames Duet. They're both great. They're both great. And I forgot to mention Decrypto earlier. I really love Decrypto, and I'm just throwing that out into the universe because no one will ever play with me. <laughs> need like four people at least. It's better with like six. I, this really is in the party game, but no one will play with me, Brody. I want to play Decrypto. Oh, well, uh, next time we're maybe, down. Maybe you guys will play with us. Yeah, next time we're okay. down, we'll play it. It's kind of like a fancier code names is, is, is how I'll say that, but it's a lot of fun. 
but yeah, those are some of our favorites. Um, I mean, you know, like the pandemic's a lot of fun uh, and you can play that with two people yeah. uh, as well. There's you know, certain co-op games that are fun. Um, you know, we, I'm going to teach you the word game, Brody, the okay. word game. Uh, this, this works uh, in any category. You can play it as in a party. You can play it uh, in a fam- with your family and you can play it one-on-one. I've played it in all three scenarios. It does not work, however, as a solo game. So, you know, our fourth category. Okay. But uh, I'm going to give credit to Andrew Moss as the inventor of this game. All right, I-, I want you to think of a word, any word. Let's make it a noun. Okay, you got one? Yes. Wait, a okay, noun? Ready? A noun. A oh. person, a place, or a thing. Uh, okay. All right, ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Beard. You're supposed to say your word out loud. Oh. Sorry, I didn't say that. Die. Three, two, okay. Beard die. All right, so now you and I have to think of a word. We're trying to get, to, we're tr- eventually trying to get to the same word. Okay, so beard and die. All right, you ready? You got a word? What? What? Huh? So the so you said die, I said beard. Okay. Now we're trying to think, of, now you got to think of another word, and we're trying to think of the same word. Okay. Beard and die. Okay. You got a, you got a word? Yeah. Okay, three, two, one, brown. Meeple. You're supposed to say it at the same time as me. Did you say meatball? <laughs> I said meeple. <laughs> what? Meeple. We're, we're talking about what board is... games. I thought I got a meeple. What's, what's a meeple? <laughs> you got to play more board games, Charlie. It's the it's little meeple. It's, it's the little. What does that have to do with board and die or beards and dies? Because it's it's a board game thing. A beard? A no. Meeple. All right. You a know what? Meeple. You know what? You do not understand the integrity of the word game. I'm not going to play with you anymore. For you people out there, it's a very simple game. Even though Brody failed. You just try to, you keep saying words with uh, with whoever, and you can, in a big group, you can just have people shouting out, oh, I got a ride going. And you're trying to eventually whittle it down so that you guys have the same word and then the round ends. Okay, maybe at the end of right. this episode, we'll try again. That way we can get through I, the yeah, I'm going to bring Andrew on the podcast just to, just to show it. We'll, we'll All right, get through the let's episode. talk about some solo games, because since we're going to need to be doing some solo podcasts after this, uh, what, do you, uh, what are some of your favorite <laughs> all-by-myself Board games. Ooh, okay. So, I I don't do a whole lot of solo board gaming. Um, yeah, we know. You have a lot of friends. We get it. <laughs> no, I just have kids who every time I try to solo board game are like, <laughs> can we play? What are you doing? Can I see that? Can I look through that deck of cards? Can I hold the figure? Can I die? Can I roll the die for you? <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm putting it away. I can't do this right yeah. now. <laughs> um, but one of them... Is like the the big, big ol' big ol' big ol'. Although mine isn't the big ol' big ol'. Where's it going? That way, right there. Gloomhaven. I can't tell where you're pointing. I'm pointing at Gloomhaven. Okay, Gloom. Okay, this is actually a really good shelf. So I'm good. I'm gonna keep my stuff right there, or my camera right there. Okay, Gloomhaven. Okay, is like the, the number one board game. I'm going to move my chair a little bit so you can still see me. The number one board game on Board Game Geek. Okay, if you're not familiar with Board Game Geek, it's like the board game database website. You go there, you can add all of your board games that you own to your collection. You can go through forums. The designers of games go on the forums and can answer questions. You can rate things, all this stuff. 
Gloomhaven has been like the number one for a couple years now. It's huge, 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 huge. This game that I have, Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion, is like a more compressed uh, version of the game. It's a simpler to set up, simpler to play. Um, hmm. I've enjoyed that. I actually bought it in order to play solo. That's the reason that I bought it. Um, gotcha. So that it, it, you go through, you, it's it's a campaign. So you're going through, and, and you're, hmm. you know, you have your character, and so you're going through this story as this character. Um, another one that you can do solo are both. I'm going to point to both of them. So we've got Lord of the Rings: Journeys Through Middle Earth and okay. Mansions of Madness Second Edition, which is what you've got behind you. Both of these yeah, games, yeah. both these games are fantastic. I, I I have enjoyed playing them with people and solo, and because it is an they're both an app driven game. They're both like really similar in how they play. Okay, if you like Lord of the Rings, right. try the Lord of the Rings. If you like more uh, Cthulhu, H.P. Lovecraft, go with Mansion of the Madness. Uh, Lord of the Rings a bit more campaign. Mansion of the Madness a bit more like scenario based. Uh, but both of them, you have this app, and so it can drive you through. So you can go through solo, and so you can do all this stuff just right. with you and a tablet or a phone or whatever you have that's driving you through the challenges and the obstacles and the building of the maps and all this stuff, and it's super simple to do. Those are both really fun, really fun. And so those are probably... I tried to get yeah. into... Star Wars Imperial Assault, which is pretty similar mm. to these other ones, um, but wasn't developed, uh, was developed before the app integration. And so they came out with an gotcha. app after the fact. And it's a little more clunky, but it is Star Wars. So going through that, I've played that solo. Um, going through that right. with the app is still fun because it's still Star Wars. Charlie, have have you done have you done any? Huh? I was going to throw a couple of game titles at you according to Board Game Geek's uh, top ten solo board games, and just see if you've played any. Okay. Spirit Island. Nope, haven't played it. That's number one. Haven't played it. Mage Knight. Nope. Mage Knight. Terraforming Mars. Haven't played it, but want to play it. Marvel Champions, the card game. Oh, it's on my Amazon wish list, but I got I got really into Dice Master to Marvel Dice Masters, um, which cannot be done solo at all, um, and that's like the collectible card uh, a bit. And so I have a lot of dice. Um, have thought about getting into Champions, but then I spent a lot of money on Marvel United, which can also be played solo. And so I I don't know if I want to really jump into Marvel Champions because it's, you know, it's like 50 bucks for the base and then there's just expansions for forever. Well, if you've been enjoying the content of Talk Talk Punch, Brody will post a link to his Amazon wish list below. Feel free to pick it up for him and send it his way. I'm sure he'd be appreciative. Uh, What about Aeon's End? No, I haven't played it. It, you've played Arkham Horror. I've played Arkham Horror, the card game. You played that. I haven't played Arkham Horror, the card game. Okay. What about Gloom Gloomhaven? You've so Gloomhaven about. is That's yeah. Seven. Gloomhaven is up there. 
Scythe. Haven't played Scythe. No. I I looked at it. I was at a board game cafe and I looked at it and I said, "Do I want to try that?" And then I went to something else because it's a it's a it's a bigger game. Yeah, we talked about the Lord of the Rings one, and uh-huh. the last number ten is Too Many Bones. Too Many Bones, Brody. Nope, nope, haven't played that. Sounds like a great game. To answer your initial question, I have not gotten into solo gaming, and I don't really have a good reason for that, other than maybe just my my kind of ignorance towards some of the availability of some of these great sounding games. As I was just kind of reading through things uh, for tonight, I just exploring like some game titles that were on some of these lists and, and reading about them. Like I was getting excited. I'm like, I, I would love to, to try some of these. I, I look, as you know, if you've been a faithful uh, watcher of this, of this particular cast that we do, I have played many a solo board game, but just in the sad ways where I'm playing <laughs> games that weren't meant to be played by yourself, by myself. So, Playing a game that's actually designed to be played alone, I think, would be really, really fun. You know, I played a lot of solitaire with cards, I guess, yeah. back in the day. But um, yeah, I, I like some of these sound really great. And you're, you're right, some of it, like the big setup games, are always a little bit tricky with kids. Sure, uh, yeah, but I, I, there's a few. There was a few on the list where I'm like, oh man, all right, I might be, I might be uh, putting some things down for, uh, for um, on my wish list for my birthday Ooh. or something. Uh, picking up a few games coming up. There you go. Um, oh yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Bro, is there anything that we didn't talk about that you want to come kind of circle back to? Any games that you want to re-highlight or, or get into? Or do we kind of cover everything? Um, oh, family games. I just looked over and I remembered. Stuffed Fables is an amazing hmm. family game. Okay, Campaign game. If it, they call it actually a storybook game. But it's a campaign where... You are the stuffed animals helping out a little girl. And so you have a book, and the book is actually the board. And so as you turn the page, you have a board on one side, and then you have all the directions and the story and the events on another side. And so we play that with the kids, where the kids can kind we let them kind of make the decisions. And then I normally don't even play because I, I believe it's only a four-player game. And so I just act as gotcha. the person that, that's reading out stuff, um, it, uh, reading out the events, kind of helping them, giving them advice. And then after each game, you can go to the back. It's got like talking points where it's like, oh, how did you feel about this? Were you scared when this thing popped up? Excellent. Excellent game. Love it. Super good. Um, nice. What else? Yeah, I don't know. You know, I... Oh, you know, we didn't even talk about legacy games. Have you done any legacy games, Charlie? We didn't. I have played, uh, visited my friend's house and joined into their already started legacy game and done a couple, like Pandemic Legacy specifically. Sure. And we did a couple of rounds of that together. Uh, and then pandemics really hit, and and we stopped. So gotcha. Uh, but that was that was a lot of fun. It, it's look, it's a very, it's always a surreal feeling, like watching people or doing it yourself, like tearing these really nice, like looking cards and card yeah. stocks. Super weird. Uh, it is. But, but it yeah, is that weird. was that was fun. I it like the legacy game a lot. Yeah, finding, you know, it, it's kind of I would say something like pandemic legacy kind of falls in between the uh, party and like couple conversation where it's like find another couple and like stick with them (laughs) for like 
12 to 24 games of this. Uh, but you do that, yeah. and it's man, it's such a it's such a fun experience, and it's stressful. But but you know that you know like whatever you do, you're going to be moving on through this uh, campaign of sorts, and the game's going to yeah. keep changing. You might rip up cards. You're going to open boxes and get new components. The rules are going to change. You're going to put stickers in the rule book. You're going to put stickers on the board. Man, legacy games are amazing. Amazing. So yeah. recommend those nice. as well. But yeah, if you're looking for games to play in a car, the word game. Also, the movie game. Bro, do you want to talk about the movie game real quick? So this is, you're do, talking do you about remember the, how to play the movie game? The game that we used to play a lot, right? Oh yeah. So a long road trip. So someone would say a movie like Ocean's Eleven, and then Brody would have to name an actor who appeared in Ocean's Eleven. Uh, Brad Pitt. You were, you were, you were on it. You were on it tonight with these games. George Clooney. And then, this one, this one is fine. So Brad Pitt, and then I would have to name uh, a Brad Pitt film, uh, other than Ocean's Eleven. No repeats, and it would just go, kind of go back and forth or around in a in a car. It can be pretty fun if if especially if you're all kind of of a similar age and have seen a certain similar amounts of movies. It's always got a little tricky. My friend Tudong and I could play this game back and forth for like two hours, and then my wife would jump in with us at like a Denny's or something. And she would always throw out some Netflix, like straight to streaming Netflix movie that happened to have like John Cusack in it or some, you know, some, some, and it was just straight to Netflix and, and it, or, Oh, Jason Bateman was in this and she knew the title and she'd seen the movie, but there was nobody else in it and no one knows, you know, it would always stall out the game. It was, it was hilarious. It was great. Uh, so it's, it, it's, it, it can be pretty fun if you like movies. Um, where a game can be pretty fun if you're in the right crowd as well. Uh, in a car. Brody, I love talking board games. We should definitely do this again. We'll highlight some more. Uh, love if you board want to put links below Obviously. your kick, Kickstarter games, Obviously. put some links below, bro. Put your Amazon wish list, wish listing below. Put your Kickstarter links below. Get the people excited. In 2023, Brody and I will be inventing a board game that will be coming onto the oh, market. We will definitely be advertising that. It's going to be Talk Talk Punch the Game. Oof. It's going to be a lot of fun. I don't know. So how that's you have that to work. look forward to. I can't promise well, that. You got to, you talk and then someone else talks and then there's a punch. And so we'll, we'll talk about, we'll talk about the details. There you right, go. There you it'll go. Be good. It'll be That'll fun. work. That'll work. Well, thank you for coming on this journey with us. Uh, please let us know below in the comments if you have some favorite games uh, that, you know, fit into any of these categories, uh, things that you like to do in, at parties with, with your friends, game nights, family, uh, so any, any great solo game recommendations. We're always looking for new games to play. So let us know. And let us know if you, it would, would you guys want to watch me and Brody play a game? Ooh. Like if we played a game, would, is that something that you, you would have any interest out there? Uh, if we, we would do it up fun, we do it up right, we do it up in a very entertaining way. Uh, but does that sound appealing to you at all? Let us know. Because uh, we, yeah. we've, we've talked about that idea before in the we past. We have talked about it. I think it would be a lot of fun. We have talked about so. it. All right, bro. Well, thank you. Another great, uh, another fun time. Thank Check you. out our other videos below. Send Brody something on Amazon. And uh, <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.